Yo, what's good, YouTubes? This is your boy in the NYC. It's me, Ray, and this is the EDCC. That's Everyday City Carry. And we are podcasting again today, my dudes. We're podcasting again, and I've got this crazy contraption on my mic because uh, someone was complaining about me breathing, and uh, since I'm a human being, kind of need to breathe. And we're also fighting crime today. I'm not going to review any knives or talk about knives. Just going to be talking about crime fighting because I'm in this getup right now, my alter ego, the Red Hood. I'm actually going to go to Comic-Con, guys, tomorrow and Saturday. It's Thursday right now, Thursday morning, 6.50 or something. Getting up early to do the pod. And, uh... Yeah, let me get my notes real quick, because I don't know what the hell's going on. You know, it's really hot in this, so I'm probably not going to wear this the whole time. Let me uh, fix the, uh, the face tracking here. There you go. Yeah, I'm getting out of this. I thought maybe it'd be a funny idea to do the podcast in this getup, and it's really hot. All right, man, we have returned, okay? I hope this podcast doesn't suck, man. Um, I can tell you this, though. This mic thing with all this windshield stuff is kind of distracting. But we're going to keep going, guys. We're going to keep going, my dudes, all right? Yeah, it's me, your knife boy in New York City. It's not knife boy. It's knife man, Pop. It's knife man. And I just want to give a shout-out to Watucci. I think that's how you pronounce his name on the YouTubes there. He's always uh, putting some pretty cool comments. And, uh, you know, that makes me feel good inside when I feel like I entertain people. And I'm going to put some of his uh, comments on here. He's a really good dude. He's always been supporting my videos. And, uh, yeah, so what are we going to look at today? We got some nice stuff going on. The small Sebenza Insingo, right here. Check that out. Wow, I just failed that, but I'm not supposed to flick it anyway, so it's all good, right? It's all good. So this is this was sent in by Hermsy Day Carry, and uh, I usually, you know, in the past I didn't like, I didn't like um, getting knives from viewers, you know, because I didn't want to use them. I didn't want to mess them up or anything like that. But this is really cool. And I can talk about stuff on the podcast now. So if you want to send me some stuff and uh, I can check it out on the podcast, you can do that. Uh, this is an S35VN. You've got the micarta on the scales and Idaho made CRK. You guys know the deal. I have never experienced holding one of these or messing with one of these Sebenzas until now and I can see why people like them. I was always wondering why people buy $375 knives because you know as you all know I'm not rich I'm not Scrooge McDuck rich you know and um, I just never justified it but, man, I really want to buy this thing. So, Hermsy, maybe I'm going to hit you up and be like, hey, it's not going back. I'm like, hold it hostage forever. But I'll probably send you money, too. Maybe. 
I do understand why people like the Sabenza better than the Inkosi. I got to check out the Inkosi through um, the Lawn Ranger. He, he kind of made a little pass around thing. And I got to check it out. I reviewed that. That was actually one of the coolest looking reviews I've made. Uh, that's when I lived in the other apartment. And um, I really liked the way videos came out at that location you know it's it's crazy the difference in video quality and uh, just the way your video looks depending on your location man I really like that pardon me this freaking shield thing is distracting you know like I, I can't see my table you know and it looks kind of weird on camera but we're gonna keep going for this episode you guys let me know if you want me to use these things because if I didn't have them I think I'd feel more comfortable I can see what's on my desk or this table thing. Uh, the pinch, the Kaiser pinch. So I used this in an unboxing video that I released earlier this week. And yeah, I dig this thing, man. This is 59 bucks. You've got the micarta isn't the best. I, is this micarta? I think it is. It's not the best looking micarta I've ever seen. But you know what? The uh, blade shape and the, the grind, I guess. It looks really cool on this. It looks sweet, you know, as, as people say. I don't say that, but yeah, I'm not white enough to say that, I think. But anyway, this looks really cool. Um, yeah, I really like it. I, I, you know, I'm not going to lie. I think I like this better than the proper, even though the Benchmade proper is on a class on its own. I do miss the pocket clip. This is kind of like... I guess Kaiser's take on a traditional slip joint. Um, because, all right, let me take the proper out too. Because the proper, I man, this thing just feels like classy, okay? Um, it's slim, it's lightweight, This it's, it's not really threatening, you know? Um, I just always forget it's in my pocket, you know what I'm saying? Uh, with the pinch, I could clip it onto the pocket and I was kind of like still fiddling with it. And yeah, with a proper, I had it in my, I had it in pocket the other day and I just forgot it was there. So I like didn't really, you know, I don't know if that's just like the, the only downside that I really, I didn't cut anything with it. Maybe I'll bring it out today again, you know, bring it to work. It's got S90V, it looks really good. And um, the slip joint mechanism on this is, yeah, it's tight. It's tight, dude. I like it. Uh, on the pinch, it's sort of, um, it's a little looser. <laughs> this sounds so freaking weird to say all that. But yeah, look at that. They're both good, though. Kind of like the blade on the pinch more, man. The, the, and the pinch is with N690. Not the best pocket clip, it, but it works. It's functional. It uh, slips in and out real easily. What else I got on my table here? I already talked about that before. The uh, small RKO, saving that for the review. Ah, there we go. Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments. All right, I had to cut for a second there, man. I had to freaking cut it, guys. You know why? Because them little shield things on this mic was making me a little bit uncomfortable. So you know what? If I'm not comfortable on the podcast, the podcast is not going to be good. So I'm sorry if I breathe and stuff. I'm a human being. I'm a human being, guys. I gotta breathe. So, you know, and all podcasters, man, there's a lot of breathing involved on it. 
you know? Uh, what I'm going to do right now is we are going to check out KnifeNews.com, which is a sponsor of the podcast. No, it really isn't. But we're going to check it out because I haven't looked at it for a while. And, um, you know, if you do not check it out and you're a knife guy, you probably should because there's a lot of cool stuff going on there. So KnifeNews.com, the very top thing, I see Artisan Cutlery develops new CJRB brand. And you've got the, uh, I think this is the 1901 right on the, the top there. Artisan Cutlery is getting another budget brand, budget, but brand, what the fuck is that? Budget brand trend with CJRB Cutlery. And let me tell you something about Art, Artisan Cutlery, man, okay? They have been really cool with the Apex Passaround Group. Shout out to Apex Passaround Group, letting us check out some stuff. And they are even cooler because the other, uh, if you guys don't remember, the other CJRB1901 that I had, um, you know, the Florida humidity, too strong, man, too strong. And when JT had sent it over to me, there was some rusting on it. But when he had it, there was no rusting on it. And I know it wasn't his fault because the blade was really clean. Um... So, uh, I forgot the dude's name from Artisan, but he, he was all like, Hey, I'm going to send you a new one so that you can check it out, you know, rust free. And I'm like, man, the customer service of these guys is, is amazing. Uh, I don't have a lot of Artisan cutlery stuff. Actually, I only have the, uh, small RKO in, um, G10 because I just can't afford a lot of stuff right now. But, uh, I got to check out the small RKO in titanium too, but that, uh, Put that in your wish list or watch list on YouTube if you haven't watched my review on that. It's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, you got CJRB coming out with models like the Briar, which is 3.74 inches. The Centros, which is 3.66 inch. And the Crag may not be the smallest knife, but it definitely looks the beefiest. I like beef. The Taiga is a basic all-purpose cutter with a straightforward 3.5-inch drop-point blade. And finally, the Tala fills a role similar but spices things up with a slightly shorter 3.5-inch blade. ACGR Bay. Make something smaller. I live in New York City. Keep it 3-inch. Alright. I do like this stuff, though. Um... Props to Artisan Cutlery, man, for making that, you know, putting their hat in the ring. I think Civivi is the one to beat in the budget market. You know, what do you guys think from $50 up? I know some of their models are less than 50 but, man, they're just so freaking good at doing what they do. And recessed screws. For people wanting to throw their hat in the budget game, you want to dethrone Civivi, that's, you got to start with that, yo. Recessed screws on the pocket clip. Come on. That's just too damn good. That's just too damn good. You know? Let's check out some other stuff here. You got Ronin Energetics Upgrades Utility Knife Concept. That looks kind of cool, right? It's currently seeking funding on Kickstarter. Man, I'm not I'm not huge on the Kickstarter thing. Have you guys ever done that? I've I've done it for like tech stuff, like like wires and charging things and, and stuff like that, but I haven't really done Kickstarters or go, go fund me's or anything like that. This looks pretty tight, though. Let's see if there's anything on it. Uh, the Corleone Hellion Flip Cutting Experience, a standard replaceable utility blade. Oh, okay. 2.93 ounces. 
carbon fiber, G10. What's the steel made out of, though? Don't know. Looks pretty dope, though. Bastax shifts into high gear with supersonic. Wow, that looks really cool. 3.39 inches and S35EN. 0.15 inch blade stock. This is pretty dope, man. I, man, there's a lot of cool stuff on Knife News right now. I don't, um, I don't, does anybody know, like, how often they update this? Because it'd be cool to check this out weekly or something, you know? If you guys like this section, by the way, I don't know. We are always trying things here on the EDCC podcast because we don't know what the hell we're doing because no one's doing this, you know? I know there are some podcasts right now um, which are very... You know, spec heavy, these are real, real knife guys. Not like me. I'm like sort of a knife guy. I'm a, I'm a filthy casual, you know, when it comes to EDC. I do carry stuff every day, man. I've got a pocket sheath, two, um, two sacks, and I don't mean, I mean Swiss Army knives. I do that. I do have two of those. I've got an Olight flashlight with me. It's actually really funny. I got a story. So I went into the bathroom, right? Uh, at the Ala CBD shop. Shout out to Ala CBD. This was in the morning. No one's there yet. I open up because, you know, I'm the GM. I'm the GM because I'm the youngest brother in the Sarian family. So they were like, hey, let's put Ray in the shop and have him open it every day. Um, I go in the bathroom and I'm, I'm about to take a leak, right? You know, doors locked, whatever. Lights completely shut off. Okay. It's not a power outage. It's because the bulb went out. And, you know, I really had to pee, man. So I got the Olight out of the pocket sheet, lit the place up. There you go. EDC wins the day. You know what I'm saying? That's when I felt... You ever have those small victories as an everyday carry guy? That was one of the victories for me that day. You know? I was on top of the world. You know what I'm saying? And it was great, man. You know? I posted about it on Twitter. And if you want to follow me on that, I'm pretty much just retweeting Monster Hunter stuff and some EDC stuff. Uh, the best damn EDZ is on there, and I repost this stuff sometimes. Um, yeah, but that's at EDC Carry on there. Uh, I recently got TikTok too. Um, I know that's musically, and you guys are like, well, what is TikTok? It's for children. Listen, man. Uh, I, I met this really interesting cat at the um, at the shop this week and he was like oh you're a content creator you gotta get on TikTok and I'm like why he's like because there are people on TikTok that are unreachable through any other social media and he showed me a comedian that had like 800,000 followers on TikTok and then you could click on uh, their other social media like YouTube and Instagram and this guy had like only a thousand followers on Instagram only a thousand followers on YouTube so that is the difference in scope of how many people would follow you on TikTok and you know what I mean and and you know I, I thought it was just like karaoke and singing stuff and I was like man I could slate on that because Filipinos we karaoke even at funerals Ugh. we do though and um, I thought that's what it was about. And I'm not really, you know, about that life. Like, you know, just start singing stuff. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of other stuff on there. Like, 
just people just vlog or you know magicians do tricks on camera so you know i'm thinking about it how to make knife content on there so if you guys want to check me out uh, it is everyday city carry let's check out more knife news i think let's check this out what else do i got here one more article custom knife factory pulls in new collaborator with johnny rotten oh that's a cool one i like that the model is the evolution you know i don't have any custom knife factory stuff you know what i mean i just don't uh, i'm not scrooge mcduck rich but i remember I, w- I posted a picture this is like last year and then they liked my picture and then started following me on instagram and that felt good i really like that because you know i'm a nobody but yeah the evolution is in three 3.74 inches in length titanium handle scales m390 blade steel you know it's kind of hard not to like m390 man let's see what else i got in the notes here oh by the way i stopped the video also because i thought i broke my phone but it was just it was just this tempered glass screen thank thank the heavens because i was scared that i broke my phone and there was one year when i broke my phone i i must it must have been like four times you know this one's fine right now let's see what else we got going on my dudes knife informer all right i guess we should check that out because i don't know what else to do in the knife section part don't know the rest of the words alright so on Knife Informer you've got the Manly Peak review I got to check out the Manly Peak shit I forgot to do the uh... this is new guys this feature okay so what I'm doing is I'm basically gonna record my screen so we are looking at the same thing like friends so let me go to the Manly Peak review that is the top article there I got to check this out, all right? So let me tell you the difference between how I feel about Knife News and Knife Informer. Knife Informer looks very streamlined to me. You know what I mean? I'm not confused by everything. I think uh, Knife News looks better. But the two different things. Knife Informer, I go there for steel stuff and uh, just quick rapid fire things like this. I got off track again. All right, well, anyway, with the Manly Peak... The Manly Peak, I got to check this out, and I didn't know what to do with it, man. I just, like, sent it to the next guy in the Passeron group. Uh, it was just too big. Pretty cool, though, this, this, uh... You got Sandvik Steel 12C27, G10 Scales, and, uh... It's a German equivalent of D2. You know, let's talk about Steels for a second, man. I don't know a lot about Steels, you know? I just know that S35VN means it's probably good. D2 can get rusty. And uh, no one wants 8CR13MOV. Shout out to 8CR13MOV. That is the reoccurring character on Everyday City Carry. And I'm going to make merch with him. You know? And I think you guys will buy it, hopefully. Yeah, talking about merch, man. uh, One of my viewers on YouTube was like, you need some merch, dude. You need some merch, you know. I want to help you out, you know. But make some stickers or something. And I'm working on it. I'm working on it, guys. Let me get a drink real quick. Man, I'm not a. I'm not as chatty today, you know. Um, one of my friends. 
who is a VP of marketing in on Skydance and uh, you guys are probably like what's Skydance so man they've had their hand in a ton of stuff they do a lot of video game stuff as well as Hollywood things like you know the new Terminator directed by James Cam- produced by James Cameron ever heard of it so my friend is marketing for them he's a VP of um, I think global marketing and uh, he's in town for Comic-Con I'm going to get to check out the Walking Dead virtual reality game which is is uh, going to be I guess unveiled there uh, I've seen the cinematic trailer I'll probably splice that in here and uh, yeah it's just cool to have a good friend that's in that industry and the dude has kept super humble you know his name is Guy actually so <laughs> it's funny if I say yeah you know he's my friend he's this guy that's actually his name but yeah I was hanging out with him two days ago you know we got to drinking and um yeah man I'm just sluggish today so you know I apologize guys if I'm not as you know hip and entertaining as I normally am you know some days I'm not that funny and uh you know, this podcast is basically like a journal and I talk to my friends, you know, I connect with my viewers, you know, and sometimes not as quick as witty because I drank two days ago and I'm almost 40 years old and I don't regenerate as fast as I used to be, you know? Yeah. I am 38, by the way, guys. I know some people are like, what? What? I'm going to be 39 soon. I just look like a child. All right, man, let's get back to what's going on. What else do I have here? We look through Knife Informer. We look through Knife News. Ah, so I have uh, notes here. Uh, there's been weird stuff going on with my YouTube and my Instagram. Um, not weird as in... Uh, let me explain, actually. Uh, I've been getting comments on old videos... Good ones, good ones, you know, um, which usually means like you're getting suggested on feeds, right? And I don't know if it's because of the podcast uh, numbers, subscriber and view count numbers kind of like spiked a little. So I don't know if the podcast is really helping do that since it's long form. But man, I really appreciate you guys listening and watching. Um People are listening to it too, just the audio, which is going to be, you know, everywhere as soon as I upload this. So, yeah, I really appreciate you guys just uh, commenting and, you know, supporting the page. There's been a lot more of you that I see every week, you know, even like a thumbs up, like a like or just a small comment like, yeah, great job, man. That's that's what fuels the reviews, man, the reviews and the videos, you know. Because people in the knife community, you know, we're not, we're not making that bank, bro. All right. So now we're going to do some Gramworthy. You guys like Gramworthy, right? I hope. So we're going to go to this page that I started following 875 frames per second. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. We're doing a lot of uh, screen capture stuff here on this episode. I hope you guys like it. If you don't, we're not going to do it next episode, but we're trying. Right, guys? We're always trying. So this is what I have right now. This guy, man, I, I forgot why I started following. But, um, yeah, there's just a lot of cool photography on here. You know, I want to talk about photography for a second because 
I just don't know. People think my photography is good. It's not, man. I just fooled you guys, you know? I think I just fooled you. My brother's like posting, uh, mentioned me in a comment on Facebook. Thanks, bro, for ruining my video. Um, yeah, I really like this style of photography when it comes to EDC. Uh, another guy that does it like that is Notorious EDC, which is a great freaking name, by the way, you know? Shout out to Biggie Smalls. But he's a New York guy, actually, and uh, I've never hung out with him. You know, I'm kind of afraid to hang out with, with knife guys. Probably not JT or, or Stasa or these dudes, but I just don't know a lot, man. You know, and I don't really know Notorious EDC, but yo, bro, if you want to get on the podcast, get on the podcast because we can talk about photography and knives and what it's like living as a New York City person and being into EDC. But yeah, these this dude's pictures, man. If you could teach me a thing or two about what to do. I, I watched one of his tutorials before. And, uh, yeah, my attention span wasn't long enough, but I think if I, you know, if he showed me in person, I'd be able to do it. Yeah, I really like the style of photography, though, you know? Let's look at J.D. Cutlery, that, um, J.D. Cutlery, actually. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him. He does anodizations, and my first zero-tolerance knife, the ZT-0456, which I don't know where it is right now. Maybe I should probably get that out. You know what? I'll just splice in some, uh some images but dude he probably in my opinion he does like the best sort of solid anno you know what i mean like solid color stuff like gold's really bright let's check out this gold one right here look at this jd riet uh riet k4 i mean look at that thing dude who wouldn't want that you know i would lose my left arm for that that's a funny conversation I had on Instagram. It's like, that should be a knife reading system. Like, which limb, which body part would I be willing to lose for a knife? Right? You know, we knife guys kind of go through that. Like, oh my God. Like, you see a knife and you're just like, wow. Look at this. The ZT609. So cool. Uh... You know, we've all had those moments. Hey, you know, let me let me ask you guys, what do you guys think about the ZT0022, right? I don't really, man, it, you know, that should be a ZT that I would want. It's just too small. It's too much. It's too much money, guys, you know? It's too much. But I've been kind of interested in it. I don't I don't really dig this one that, that uh, JD Cutlery is checking out right now. But Actually, no, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I know the back. Yeah, I mean, it's too much. Jeez, look at this guy's work, man. Riyadh T4000. What the f... Uh, I need to make money, guys. I need to make money to get these things. I mean, you know. Let's look at another page. I'm, I'm liking this, like, live sort of thing that we're gonna do here who else do i like oh yeah tony meter i always uh check out his stuff that dude has the coolest stuff he's always he's been he's on this like nature sort of uh kick you know where he's like looking at knives in nature and what is this one this wednesday warncliffe this is a gt knife spear tack he has some of the most beautiful knives man like really high-end stuff he slow rolled it. He didn't, he didn't want to front flip it. That was funny. Pretty cool. Let's check out another one. 
Let's yeah, 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 that looks like a rich guy one. Let's do that. What is that? That is the H. Blumeris Knives LL11, all fancified. Dude, look at that. You see, guys? I am a knife guy too, man. I don't know shit about him, but, you know, when I see something cool like this, you know what I'm saying? You know, we get hard in places, you know, in the heart. I don't mean... You know, I don't know what you guys, you guys get dirty minds. But, uh, yeah, look at that. Look, and there's like, is that koi or something? Or like some fishies? Dude, 20 meter must live in like a mansion or something. Dude, that looks so cool. It says huge IKBS branding on that. What else do I got in here? Ah, so the homie, Misheard Knife Reviews. Uh, I really like this guy a lot. Um... He just does like cool reboxings and stuff like this is one of the things he did that I really liked this sort of color change uh, I don't know if it's a video or a gif actually but you know I, I like seeing creative people in the knife uh, the knife community man there's not a lot you know I don't think there's a lot um, or maybe there is but they're like closeted creatives because you know it, people are usually doing um, a lot of like blue collar work you know and uh, I'm not saying that it's not creative or anything but you know nerds like me just use tech and are just into art and all this other stuff like all the time you know and uh, I don't see a lot of creative things going on really that's why I like dudes like Jack Farmboy who's not afraid to explore that and look, look at this. Look at what he did here. When you zoom into this, everything becomes kind of like orange. And yeah, let's watch a reboxing. Let's see what that is. Uh, yeah, look at this. I like like this thing. CJRB Centros. And yeah, it's weird. <laughs> so he takes the knife and puts it back in the box. It's like reversed. That's hilarious, Mr. Knife Reviews. And I remember he would just watch people's videos and see what the captions are. Because most of the time they're going to be incorrect. And he created this meme of like me talking about fish paws. But that was like the correct... Let's see if I can find it. But that was the correct... Uh, that was the correct caption. I really do say fish paws. Now I can't find it right now. Shout out to Miss Art Knife Reviews, bro. He's the man for making this creative stuff. Let's see what I got. Uh, okay. Let's see what else I have here. Yeah. I have JT on the notes. It says JT and the Hood Freight Train. Ugh. So JT sends me this video and it's from the Bronx and it's this dude. I'll splice it in here. He's just carrying, like, all this stuff behind him. Like, carts, I think. Um, that's just hilarious. And that's the type of stuff that I see here every day. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's normal in New York City, right? New York City is, is a funny place. It's kind of like there's a lot of um, modernization, but there's a lot of stuff that looks like it shouldn't work, but it does, you know? Um, just like a, you know, quick story of this kind of like about the hood freight train sort of in that same area is, uh, in the shop, some guy like stole a kid's bike and it was this crackhead 
right? You know, while we were closed, this uh, next door neighbor's kid puts his bike sort of in this gated area um, near our shop. And since they're like sharing the building with us, they're next door though. We let him do that, you know? And uh, the, the his dad was like, hey, someone stole my kid's bike around like, between 6 and 9 a.m. Can you look at your cameras to see if, um, you know, you could see who it is? And, and I, I, I saw it, yo. I saw the dude. I found him. And I'll splice this picture on here. And then, like, a month later, <laughs> this is so funny. Like, somebody took a crap, like, right in front of Ayla CBD while we were closed. And our garbage guy, like, had to clean it up and all that. And he was like, find out who it is. And it was a, it was that same dude that stole the bike with his, like, crackhead girlfriend, like, arguing. They were doing the, the crackhead movement, you know? They were, like, doing the crackhead. And, um, yeah, like, took a crap flat out. Which is crazy. But, you know... A week later, there was like a bunch of garbage because, you know, things get swept up by the wind and you can get fined if you have, you know, a lot of litter in front of your shop. And then the crackhead was there and um, one of the owners of the shop was like paid him to clean up the garbage and he did an amazing job. (laughs) So that just, you know, that's just something that you deal with, man. When you, you know, live in New York City, yo, just crazy stuff like that. You know, I see things like that all the time, right? All the time. And I think one of the vlogs of my videos, it was just like a dude spread out on the subway car, you know? You could tell he was like homeless. He was just sleeping, yo. That whole car, that whole like seating section was taken up by him. Like no one sat next to him. And that's just something that you go through all the time, guys. What else do I got for Graham Worthy? Smoky Mountain Knife Works and Stupid Sale. <laughs> it says, well, this sale is just stupid. And I think it was just for that day. It was for the Kershaw Launch 10, which was $93.99. And then today, only $67.77. Did I buy it? No, because I'm saving up for Comic-Con. Would, it have sa- would that sale have gotten me? Yes. Just because it was called stupid, I probably would have went on it and I would have been, you know, buying a lot of stuff. Great marketing. The kind of marketing that would have gotten me. Also, Smoky Mountain Knifeworks, one of the few places that will ship to me. And I love that, guys. I love that. Because Smoky Mountain Knifeworks and uh, White Mountain Knives, they ship to me. Not a lot of places shipped to New York City. So if you guys want to do ads on this podcast, hit me up. Smoky Mountain Knife Works or White Mountain Knives. You're the only two places that I buy knives from, actually, you know? If you want to do that, hit me up, dude, because the podcast is growing. It's growing, and I'm going to do it forever till I'm like 80. Welcome to Everyday Shittakaway. All right, let's get to the next thing. So this is the section. I'm going to head out. If you're a knife guy and, you know, you just want to hear or watch knife stuff, time for you to bounce, bro. But if you want to be cool like me and be into other stuff, this is where we talk about it. So the first bullet point I've got here is Comic-Con. I am super psyched about Comic-Con, all right? I'm dressing as the Red Hood. As you can see, I've got the Red Hood shirt on right now, which is a little too small for me, but it makes my guns look better. And... um 
yeah, Kelly's going as Essence, sort of one of uh, Red Hood's flings in the comics. And we are super psyched about it, man. Comic-Con is kind of like a Blade show for me, you know? Uh, I think I'm going to add Blade show as one of the other conventions that I go to. Let me get a drink, because getting dry. Okay. And uh, I'm going to buy some Tokidoki hats when I go there. And, you know, I'm a nerd, man. I'm a nerd. I like dressing up as comic book characters or people from anime. I just do it. That is just what I do, man. So every year I look forward to going to Comic-Con. What's cool about Comic-Con is you could bring, like, food and drink. They encourage it, you know? So, you know, I'll bring wine and stuff and uh, or, or some kind of alcoholic beverage, you know? I drink whiskey neat now. That's weird. I never used to do that. I drink whiskey neat and I drink my coffee black. I'm a man now. I'm a man, guys. Um, but yeah, Comic-Con, man. You know, and my boy Guy, like I said, is in town. So I'm going to hang out with him and play that uh, The Walking Dead virtual reality game. I mean, I'm excited. And he was so funny. He was like, hey, you know, you should do some content on it because it kind of goes with your audience. Because in the game, you could carry knives and cut up zombies. And I'm like, dude, don't worry about it. You know, my audience also like zombies in The Walking Dead, probably. I hope. What else have I got here? Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer, I talked about that in the last episode, but uh, the last episode um, of Demon Slayer, not the podcast, was really, really crazy. Now, this is one of the remarkable things that you're going to see on uh, in anime, actually. If you've never watched anime before, one of the main differences I feel in Japanese animation and American is just, uh, just the whirlwind of emotions and feelings that you're going to get. So Demon Slayer is mostly, you know, they're going to fight demons, they're going to hunt this powerful thing, and they have to learn these new techniques to kill it or whatever, right? Splashed in with some humor. And the last episode, man, it was really, really touching, right? You know? Um, so there's this, this, this girl, Kanao. And uh, she was, like, abused and sold into slavery as a little girl. So she just never felt, like, emotions again, sort of. And she didn't know how to make decisions for herself. Um, the Demon Slayer Corps, like, basically rescued her and bought her, right? And, um, you know, they, they made her a regular person again. You know, she went to rehabilitation or whatever. But um, she makes decisions by flipping this coin, you know what to do she doesn't make decisions on her own she only takes orders or she if no one's given her orders she just flips a coin is like yeah i'm gonna eat scrambled eggs today or whatever you know what i'm saying she just doesn't make decisions and and the main character tanjiro was like oh you know he starts saying some mushy shit he's like i know why you can't make decisions he's like the voice of your heart is just small you know we gotta train that and make it bigger and stronger so what he does is you know what he's like listen man i'm gonna flip the coin and if it if it you know if it lands heads you're gonna make your own decisions from now on and the dude flips it without even her agreeing to it and she's like attached to the way this coin decides her fate you know, first of all, the animation is done well in this section. And you're just like, you know, seeing what the coin says, she's all like, like anxious, like trying to see what it says. 
And then it lands heads, man. And and she's just like in shock, you know? And Tanjiro is like, hey, you're going to have to make decisions on your own now. And she was like, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? How'd you make it land heads? You know, even in, you know, she had inner dialogue saying like, I, I know he didn't cheat because I saw him flip the coin and he was like, it was just by, by chance, you know? And if it if it landed tails, I would have kept flipping it for you till it landed heads because I want you to make decisions on your own. And it was this, you know, it's like cue the mush, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's a mushy scene, you know, in an anime that's written with action, right? And uh, you know, I remember before I got Kelly into watching anime, she was always poking fun, saying like, "Oh, you watch, you know, you watch cartoons," and I'm just like, "You uncultured American." Yeah, you know, because I'll be watching cartoons when I'm 90, dude. Whether it's American animation, Japanese animation, Chinese, you know, whatever, Zimbabwean, whatever animation, I, I'm into it, you know? I'm into the tech stuff. But anyway, that's just a quick lesson <clears throat> about Demon Slayer. And uh, it's just, it's, yeah, it's amazing, man. You, should, you guys should really, if you're into comic books or, you know, uh, watching like comic stuff you should really check it out give it a chance i know it gets a bad rep with uh, dragon ball z first making it to the west and it's just two muscular dudes screaming at each other for three episodes <laughs> you know not all of them are like that uh what else have i got in my bullet points here it says the kind of people that walk into a-list cbd this is a sketch that I wanted to make, right? I wanted to make this sketch, and uh, it's because, um, yeah, it's just funny what people, what people do when they walk into a list. They're just like, first of all, there's a guy that comes in and he just looks like he wants weed. You know, we don't sell weed at a list CBD; we sell hemp, and then he just blatantly asks for it, or there's the people that like kind of tiptoe around it and they're like, yeah, you know, I have, I have a hard time sleeping or I have anxiety and you know, they want marijuana, but we don't sell that. So it's just funny. Or, or they're, they're like little kids that try to buy vapes and then they're just so young. And I'm like, where are your parents, dude? What are you doing in a CBD shop? You need to be 18 to be in here. I just think it's funny. What else have I got on here? Uh, Titans episode four is a great one. Okay. So Titans is, again, a live uh, action show about the Teen Titans. And this past episode was fucking crazy. All right. Deathstroke is in it. And Aqualad is in it. Um, Wonder Girl. You know, so it was the Titans when they were still together. They were fighting Dr. Light. And... uh, Wonder Girl's about to go back to Themyscira or whatever it's called, you know, where the Amazons live. There's no dudes there, right? And Aqualad and Wonder Girl have this thing, and Aqualad just gets killed, bro. Gets killed by Deathstroke at the last scene. And, uh, man, that was crazy. Titans' season two is shaping up to be really good. I don't want to spoil too much of it. I just want to kind of report on it here for you guys to check it out. If you guys are into that, you know, because... You know, at at a, on surface level, you might think, oh, this is just a CW show. You know, it's not. 
it's not because even though everyone's good looking in it, people die in it, you know, which is a little bit different. It's more gritty. It's a little more violent. So if you like that, yeah, I, I dig it, man. You know, they showed Batman killing a bunch of folks in, in, in season one. It was crazy. What else have I got in here? I've got the Black Fox preview. Now, if you guys do check out anime, Black Fox is one to kind of like keep an eye out for. There was a special preview on Crunchyroll. I'm going to splice some footage in here on it. And um, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool. You have uh, there's this little girl kind of like running away in, the, in an attic or something, like in a house. And this like evil looking ninja dude with a Black Fox mask. Uh, is chasing her and they're like having this all out battle but she's all cutesy you know it's very Japanese anime-esque she's all cutesy running away from this ninja and um, they're having this battle the animation is done super well right she she gets sort of the best of them kinda and uh you know, he's all like, you have to carry on the family name and kill our enemies and stuff. She's like, I don't want to do that. I want to be like my dad. And then cue like the next section. And she's in a lab. And uh, you see her dad. And this dude should be in a white lab coat. You know, scientists that build robots. You guys got to be in a lab coat. Like when I imagine Boston Dynamics robots, um... And those dudes aren't in lab coats, man. That kind of disappoints me. They all look kind of like just regular dudes in a jeans and a t-shirt, you know? But anyway, this guy also builds these robots that, like, have AI in them. And he's like, you're going to, you know, help uh, raise these things someday. Uh, cue to the end of this preview. It's not a full episode, so there's no full episodes yet of Black Fox. And uh, she comes home. She's grown up a little. It's her birthday. And uh, she comes home and like her dad is hurt. There's blood everywhere. Everything's all messed up. She goes in the lab. She uses the eye scan to get in. And that basically allows the bad guys to come in. They couldn't go in there before. And uh, basically her grandpa and her dad like sacrificed themselves so she could live. And, you know, this flip is. Oh, and she escapes with the robots. They help her get away these robots there's like a dog a bird and like a little flying squirrel thing so it's really weird it's like a blend of all these different anime tropes uh but it's an interesting one because the animation is done well and the girl like uh, like a switch has flipped in her you know she's all about revenge now so i don't know how dark this thing is gonna get i think they're gonna blend sort of like you know that sort of uh, like kind of like uh, cute style of animation with dark themes, which is kind of interesting. So that's one to check out, man. I think I have rambled on for too long, though. So let's uh, call it quits, as they might say. I have to go to work. I have to uh, start getting ready. But it was fun, man. I think this one is. It started off kind of like off the rails because of this like the shield stuff you know i'm sorry if i'm not gonna put that on man i'm way too uncomfortable like uh i don't like it but this is your boy in the nyc and this is the edcc saying peace